welcome to today's episode of Ordinary But Extra, stories of seemingly ordinary people who have been unexpectedly thrust into extraordinary circumstances. I'm your host, Michelle Meehan. Beginning in March 2020, the world obviously changed dramatically. The coronavirus pandemic shut down world economies, kept people indoors, and brought the tourism industry to a halt. Everything we did, from grocery shopping to getting together with family, changed. One thing that also changed was school. Gone were the days of American kids coming together in a building to do school in the traditional way. Zoom meetings became the norm, the community feeling of schools dissolved, and kids' social and academic structures were radically changed, some of them more permanently than others. Caitlin and Emma are rising juniors at a high school in Charlotte, North Carolina. Before the pandemic, they were both fully immersed in school, heavily involved in extracurricular activities, and happy to be in the prime of their high school careers. But then came COVID. As a teacher and a mother, I was able to see firsthand how it affected older teenagers, and I'm curious about and concerned by how this whole experience has taken a toll on kids just coming into an important time in their lives. Teenagers and young adults are sometimes overlooked. We like to believe they're resilient, that they can handle anything, that they can go with the flow. Often, what's going on under the surface is more complicated than that. I was able to sit down with Caitlin and Emma to get a better understanding from their stories about where we might be going with this. Their stories are not all apocalyptic doom and gloom. Rather, they seem to have accepted what has been, acknowledged how it has and will affect them, and still keep a hopeful eye toward the future. Can you describe like your after school let out, you know, and we realized we weren't going back for a while. What was your typical day like during like spring of 2020? Um, my typical day and probably like anywhere from like April to like June 2020 was like waking up. It would I would could wake up at basically any time because I remember only having two classes that affected your life. Actual meetings, and we would probably only meet like once a week for each of those classes. So it's not like it was this past school year, the 2020-2021 school year, where like all your classes were structured and you had to be in Zoom by a certain time or you were considered late. Um, like there wasn't really even any repercussions if you didn't go to class or if you didn't turn in online work. So I would check and see if we had any work later that day. But um, most of the teachers at our school, at our school, I would say were like rather lenient with schoolwork just because they knew that not, they hadn't had like the proper system set up so that all students could equally and fairly get in their work on time if they didn't have Wi-Fi or a computer at home or like extenuating circumstances. Um, so I would just like look and see if we had any work. And a lot of times I, really didn't so I would after that I would wake up at probably like 11 and then play video games for like five to eight hours of my day and then probably eat dinner and that was like my whole day I didn't do much else I think I have the same situation as Caitlin when it came to the schoolwork. like I had little to no work at all and I had I think only like the same two classes, we had meetings like not very often, and then we would have optional work, and like we didn't even have any online platforms like Canvas or 
anything like that set up for most of my classes, there was no way for us to like spread work anyways. So I didn't really have anything to do with school. So I'd pretty much just sleep and then I watched a lot of Netflix in the first like two months. Like I watched an entire eight season show in two months, which is not one of my proudest accomplishments. <laughs> it did happen. Do you guys think that your experiences were reflective of a lot of students at your school or what had you heard from other kids at the time? Um, I would say a lot of people, I mean, I think, I wouldn't say that our experiences were reflective of like every student in CMS, but I feel like each school has like students in kind of like similar situations. So like at our school, I know um, a lot of people were just like staying at home and some people, you know, got jobs to like help out their family and stuff like that. Um, I would, I don't, at least personally, I would say I think my experience was like rather reflective because mostly I just knew people who were really spending time the same way I was. Like I remember in like May, I would like talk to people and they would be like, I mean, there's really not much to do. Like we've been in our house for a few months and I would see other teenagers on TikTok talk about the same thing about how they felt like very isolated being in their house all like alone and stuff like that and how they were worried about COVID and their family members that had to go out because they were essential workers. Um, and I feel like a lot of people went through the same thing of being like kind of in limbo from like both school and like really pausing everything that was going on in their life at that moment. So I feel like that was almost a moment where like most people our age across like at least the United States had like very similar experiences and like almost like shared um, like shared thoughts and emotions over something which I don't feel like was like that common or like I couldn't really name anything that had the same effect up until that point when we were all put into like similar situations. Yeah, I agree. I think we all, were all like very similar situations. And I think most people, at least that I saw either online or people knew kept in contact with we were all pretty much affected the same way i mean there are some things that were different due to like just like different aspects of everyone's lives but I think pretty much my experience is pretty reflective of others in the way that like i would say it continued to like grow and develop as a person and a student but i like realized a lot new things about myself if that makes sense during a time where i was kind of forced to figure out what was that important enough to me to like continue during quarantine so i think a lot of people had that same experience where we kind of realized what we really enjoyed and didn't enjoy about ourselves what were some of the things that you discovered about yourself that you that were important or that you did enjoy? One thing, one big thing for me was dance because I realized I'd been dancing for a long time and about the year leading up to COVID-19, I realized that it was much more of a burden and I wasn't enjoying it as much. It really got to the point where my dance teacher was sending out emails 
to Zoom links, I would be like, if I'm not, if I don't even want to move my couch out of the way to join dance, then it's probably not worth it for me to continue. So it was um, basically just stuff like that, things that I thought I was passionate about. Then I realized if I didn't like them enough to continue them during a pandemic, then it's probably not worth continuing during normal life as well. Caitlin, did you have anything similar? Yeah, I feel like the way that Emma put it is really like embodying of like a lot of people's emotions because I feel like now when I commit to like a new activity, I always have to think like would I want to do this if it was during a pandemic and if I had lost, you know, a lot of motivation in that way, just like staying at home and living like a rather mundane life. Like if I had to do it in a completely different way than I'm picturing it, would I still want to do it? And if the answer is no, then I find myself reevaluating my choice to commit to a new activity because I felt myself losing a lot of interest in things that I had really enjoyed doing before COVID. But at the time when the world was in such like a like quite scary state, it was difficult to like stay focused on things, even if at one point I had. Or what was going through mind when you really realized that COVID and coronavirus were going to be a big thing back to um, how it was pre-COVID. And I feel like that's like Emma saying how if she didn't want to put in like the bare minimum effort to do something during a pandemic, then you're not going to want to do it at all outside of a pandemic. It's something that's like very shared amongst like anyone who is trying to be productive or do like anything during COVID. What specifically did you decide that you weren't going to pursue after COVID? Um, well, I decided like multiple like academic programs and like clubs. I just didn't feel like had the same effect online. And like if I felt like I felt like it was just too much of a burden. So I felt as if like maybe it's not worth my time doing it in the in-person school year if I am not going to put an effort to get this club done online or if I'm not going to like, you know, set up meetings or anything like that, like maybe I won't want to do that once we're in person. So I'll just like step down from this. Were there any silver linings about COVID for either of you? I mean, things that you actually, they were almost better as the, as our lockdown had progressed or once we're coming out of it, is there anything that has been a benefit? I think, honestly, um, me personally, in the situation I was in, I still had, I had all the resources I needed to go to online school. I had, like, my family was okay and my home and everything. So I, I'm definitely, I'm, like, looking at quarantine from a very, very privileged standpoint. So for me, like, there was the silver lining of, the fact that at like bare minimum school was easier because of the like we had much less homework tests were easier and teachers just got to a point where they would be like you can use your notes like I even had teachers be like you can use google on this test like so school work became easier um it still had a very mental toll I would say but what I think there's a lot less stress especially in the 
four-year IB program, which is supposed to be like the hardest year of high school. Um, I think we got kind of lucky in the sense of teachers being sympathetic and trying to like lessen the workload. Like you think going back to school next year, just jumping right back into it. I'm a little worried about that. Well. Um, Looking at it from like a numbers standpoint of my grades, I would say it had a positive effect. Um, I kind of agree. I feel like, you know, if teachers would have put the same sort of pressure on us that they did this year in a year when we were in person and it was closer to like pre-COVID, then I would have enjoyed it a lot more. However, I feel like being at home kind of like being at home doing your work in the same setting every single day was almost like mind numbing and it made it like Emma was talking about like even more difficult to like get work done even if the expectations were lower but I feel like a silver lining from COVID is that I feel like the fact that like basically the entire world was going through the same thing at the same time which I hadn't personally speaking as like you know, a rather young person, I hadn't seen anything like that affect, um, like, global society until that point in time. So I felt like when you could go online and you could see anyone talking about the exact same situation you're in, like, not being able to leave their house and see their friends or not being able to, like, go out on, like, just a random, like, recreational outing instead of, like, necessities and, like, you know, wearing a mask and gloves and like cleaning off your groceries. Like the fact that everyone has the same anxieties at the same time, I felt like almost united people in a way that I hadn't seen in a long time. And I also feel as if the way with like the online activism that took place like primarily during COVID with Black Lives Matter, I feel as if people being at home and using the time, the free time that they had and dedicating it to doing their research and informing others on things that were going on. I feel like it raised a lot more awareness than it would have, because Black Lives Matter started in 2016, but the primary focal point of it fell in 2020. So um, I feel like people having the free time to use their resources in that positive manner has helped people has helped us make more legislative change and like help better society, at least in that way. When you're adults and you have your own families or you're, you know, you're come, you're talking to people who may not have been old enough during all of this to remember any of it. What do you think you'll be telling them? What are your biggest takeaways from the whole thing when they say, hey, you know, you lived through the whole COVID pandemic back in 2020. What was that like? How are you going to answer that? Um, personally, like my first thought when I think of like, say it's like 20 years from now and we like haven't thought of COVID in a while, it's no longer like an issue. My first thought would be like how scared I was when it first started and then later on, I would say like for the first like year, I was like pretty scared of it and like um, really like anxious about what was going to happen. And I, I feel like some of that um, 
anxiety turned almost into like anger for people who weren't taking it as seriously as me and like other people I was around. As like someone who works at like a grocery store, I see so many people on a daily basis. And I started working there in August of 2020. So there were a lot of customers that even beginning, like when I started working there, I wouldn't see them wear a mask and they would just never wear a mask. And I didn't even know that was a thing until I started working there. Like everyone I was around was always wearing a mask when they went out and they weren't going out for non-essential things. Um, so I like started to feel a lot of anger towards those people. Like they were kind of screwing it up for the rest of us and like making all of our lives more difficult and literally like killing people by choosing their own priorities over other people's health issues in their lives and it um I would just say that I feel like it I mean like I feel like the two emotions associated with it most closely are like um fear and anger personally yeah I would agree with Caitlin especially on the anger part because I think um, I'm lucky enough that I didn't have like I didn't get the virus and nobody I was close with was negatively impacted by getting the virus. So I didn't, I don't have any personal experiences that I'll like remember in 20 years, um, like not in that way. So I would remember more of the widespread effects, like all of the um, debates when it came to COVID and then also all of the anxiety and fear that went along with it like the way that we started with um first just the simple idea of like whether or not COVID was even real which was crazy to me that that was even a debate and then whether or not to follow the state laws and guidelines that were in place and then to wear a mask or to get vaccinated and now it's like I'm vaccinated but do I still wear a mask or do I not wear a mask? Like, there's so many pros and cons and like debates and anxiety about everything that I would probably just remember the intense stress and fear that went along with everything instead of like any personal um, effects, if that makes sense. Basically, uh -huh. just a lot of confusion. Is there anything else either one of you would like people to know anything we haven't touched on that you think it's important for people to know about how teenagers have weathered everything that's gone on over the past, you know, roughly 18 months? Um, I feel like, and I don't, like, I'm not going to act like I know how, but I feel like the effects of COVID are obviously going to take like a wider toll on teenagers now because like since COVID took place in a lot of our like formative years, like I like had just turned 16 October in 2019 and like starting March of 2020, I was unable to do like anything. Like I couldn't get my driver's permit for another like five months until the DMV opened back up. Um, so I feel like a lot of people, especially people in like more harsh and less privileged situations than like me, are going to have more like widespread trauma over like the whole situation. Like we have like classmates who like lost family and like had to like get jobs to like pay bills and stuff like that. 
So I feel as if that's going to be like a major defining point for like our generation kind of being like stunted by this whole like major global and historical event in the middle of um, like their developmental years. I feel like it's going to impact some people more than others, but I feel like it's still going to be like a shared experience for everyone that's going to be something that really shapes like who a lot of, I guess, like Gen Z is going to be. Yeah, I agree with Caitlin. And another thing um, about us kind of hitting this major roadblock in our teenage years, which are supposed to be like our years of growth and experience and like learning. I feel like we're at the age where we're supposed to start learning for ourselves instead of being told when we've done something wrong and have to fix it. Instead, it's kind of like we make the decision, we see the consequences, and then we decide from there what we want to do. Um, we, as teenagers, missed out on pretty much all of those experiences because, I mean, we were just stuck inside. There's not much for us to do. So I feel like, personally, a lot of people talked about as we're, like, emerging back into the world and we're still... In our teenage, we missed out on a lot of experiences. Like we missed an entire summer and then an entire school year of school. Um, I think that there's a lot of fear, I guess, around um, not only COVID, but just around living even like a semi-normal life again. But I feel like it might honestly have lasting effects. Now I think. Uh, I know me personally and a lot of my friends tend to overanalyze um, our decision and like overthink things that are and I think that the fact that we spent so long doing nothing that could just have lasting effects on our mental health and like our decision making mm-hmm. and I don't think that's something that people have talked about a lot and I didn't really start thinking about it until a good job and that was like the only reason that I'm like back outgoing places or seeing anyone. Um but it definitely had an effect on me because I would think to do something but then I would automatically would go to all the negative effects it could have. And I, I feel like that has something to do with the fact that I had no real decisions to make besides maybe like should I do this homework now or not? Because that was pretty much the only thing I had to do for over a year. Um, so I guess I'm interested to see if anyone else in the world feels that way and for when that will return to normal or if that's going to be something that sticks with me for a while. Continues. Teenagers will continue their own personal explorations and will no doubt be discovering for years new and different ways this experience has shaped them in ways both positive and negative. Thank you for joining me today. Please join me next time for more stories about not-so-average people facing and dealing with extraordinary circumstances.